Hi, it's Hal Anderson. Thanks for checking out the daily podcast for my show, Connecting Winnipeg. And if you can, please listen live weekdays from 10 to noon on 680 CJOB. Home care cancellations. Home care cancellations peaked in April at 166% above the year before. These are home care appointments canceled by the Winnipeg Regional Health Authority. And we're going to talk in a moment with a Winnipegger who lives in BC now, works as a nurse in BC, and she flies home every couple of months to care for her elderly parents i understand we just lost her on the phone so we're going to try and get kathy back on the line okay we've got her kathy uh joins us now kathy thanks for doing this really appreciate it no problem now you you sent me an email give us a bit of background here you you live in bc you work in bc as a nurse but for how long now have you been flying home every couple of months to help care for your elderly parents So I would think it um, really stemmed from um, when COVID hit and um, everybody was pretty much on lockdown. And at that time, we made the decision um, that um, my mom was and my dad were getting um, some home support to come in to give my mom some respite um, with caring for my dad. And because it wasn't mandated that your um, healthcare workers um, were to be vaccinated, We made the decision to cancel, um, not cancel, but just suspend service um, just for fear that my parents are vulnerable and um, for them not to get COVID. Mm -hmm. So that's when I started flying home every couple of months. Right. And it continues to this day. Yep. Yep. So um, it it does. And the unfortunate part is that... um, I have to say that um, this last time I was home, um, just even speaking with um, the home, um, their case manager in kind of specifically and just um, indicating that my mom is um, tremendously burnt out. I mean, she does a phenomenal job of taking care of my dad um, and we're trying to prevent a hospitalization. Um, What kind of support could we get? And when you're hearing nothing, nothing available, no home support, no occupational therapy, nothing of, you know, of anything um, is not good. And um, so, yes, I'm still having to come home. I'm happy to say, though, that um, she does have uh, two days a week coming in now um, after um, discussing kind of these concerns with um, managers and directors and, and things because, I mean, me flying home, um is not viable right mm-hmm. yeah and i mean uh, so you were first at first told no there's nothing and now at least you've got a couple days a week correct and I, I have to say that you know coming from a background of nursing but also coming as i'm coming as a daughter and i'm coming as a family member and a lot of elderly people um don't have family don't have friends to rely on and so they 100% rely on home support services. And home care nursing, home care support, home care in general is the backbone to our healthcare care system. Uh, without it, 
Um, and we can't send patients home from acute care, nor can we support our elderly in their homes, nor can, um, nor can mental health be supported, people with disabilities, palliative patients, and the list goes on. And when you have an elderly person, like I'm reading from Sam Thompson and, and Shane Gibson's, your two reporters, um, right. and, and, and their, their findings, and, and seeing those patients that they're not ready to go into long-term care, but they rely on the home support systems. But yet, if we don't have those home support systems, they have no other choice than to go into hospital. Mm-hmm. So that's taking up an acute care bed. Um, from what I know is um, their rationale and their way of dealing with that patient, there's um, no home support, is, okay, well, we have a long-term bed, say, in um, Minidosa, or we have a long-term care bed. And I know you've had patients um, and, and families talking about um, having to send loved ones with dementia out of the city limits. And what is that? How is that? How is that a functional um, healthcare system? You know, having having your loved one, having your mom or your dad, uh, three hours away. So I guess I would question, you know, uh, your health minister Audrey Borden, if her family came into hospital and she sees the wait times, and you know, her mom or dad or you know, family member is shipped off to Dauphin, Manitoba. How is she going to feel about that? And yet your you know, Ms. Jackson, the Manitoba Nurses Union, has been addressing this crisis coming for quite some time. Your numbers, how that you, that your reporters have been able to show from 2017, the 7,400 to 2022, and we're not done 2022 yet, 27,000. That's staggering. And thank you for bringing this up and unlocking and uncovering Pandora's box. Well, and thank you for coming on, and because and, I think you you're, you you can tell the story of of how you have to fly here to care for your parents, but you're yeah. a nurse, right, in another province, and and yeah. you you have you've admitted to me and said, listen, th- this is a problem everywhere, especially coming off a pandemic, but I believe the word you used about our home care system here in Manitoba is crisis. Am I right about that? Hundred percent, and you know what. We as nurses, even in my province, we are all doing the best that we can. And same with healthcare workers, same with LPNs. We are all doing our best. But I have to say, we are burnt out. We are burnt out, and, and that's a fact. But, but this, um, not having anybody on the receiving end of, of community, and like I said, it's the backbone the, the delays that you have for surgical times. I know you, when I was there listening to, you know, your, your listener so excited to get his hip and knee surgery. And I looked over at my mom and I said, I hope there's going to be somebody to take care of him because there's nobody. And, and yet, you know, I mean, what, what's happening with that? You know, I mean, that's fine for Miss Younger to, you know, the director of, um, you know, your Winnipeg Regional Health Authority to say, you know what, yeah, okay, it's, it's COVID-related, yeah, okay. And, you know, I mean, there's different things, but what is the, what is the, what is the crisis plan? Like, what is the plan? Because, uh, you know, we don't see one. And physicians are, yes, they're frustrated. They want to do their hip and knee surgeries. They want to get all their surgeries. But I have to say, if there's nobody in home care, if there's nobody in community to accept them, 
then you have a backlog in acute care. And then you wonder why, you know what, our healthcare dollars are being spent because, um, you know, I don't know what a hospital bed in Manitoba is, but you're looking at, you know, 12, 13, 14, $1,500 per day in acute care, which is substantially cheaper to be able to support patients at home. And people want to go home. We always say for community, home is best. Patients want to stay home. But they can't stay home if there's nobody there to support them. And families, you know, sons and daughters can't just drop work and, you know, say, I'm sorry, but, you know, home support didn't arrive today. Um, It's not safe. It's not safe. And to me, that being not safe is a huge concern. And that is why I've chosen to fly home to make sure that my mom is supported and that my dad is supported. My dad wants to stay home for as long as he physically is able to stay home. But how? I mean, at what cost? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, uh, for years now we've been talking in the province of Manitoba how better to care for somebody at home. They want to be, as you said, they want to be cared for at home. And if they can't be cared for at home with cancellations like this in home care, they end up in a hospital. And then, as you said, that causes a whole a whole new problem, right? It, it's it's 100% a domino effect. And I know when I've spoken to um, different managers and different um, direction, directors through uh, Winnipeg Regional Health Authority, I get they're trying. Everybody is trying. And and I, I give them kudos, but it still comes from... From up top, where are the dollars and cents being spent? And um, yes, I mean, hospitals are an essential part. But again, um, you know, if if we can support patients um, at home for as long as we can, um, be able to place patients from home um, to long-term care and have a smooth flow, the system tends to run better. And right now, with the numbers that you have shown recently, I I don't know what direction they're going. And I know in my initial um, email that I sent to you, it's like a hamster wheel. You know what? We're just going in this big wheel. And um, as Ms. Jackson, you're president of Manitoba Nurses, what's the government doing about this? You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Listen, Kathy, I've got to run. I I really, uh, hopefully we can do an update um, soon. And and I'd be curious to hear how home care is going if your parents do get care a couple days a week. Uh, You know, you you mentioned that not everybody can fly home and take care of their parents. Not everybody has family. And there are certainly private services out there that can provide home care, but not everybody can afford that either. And that's a whole other part of the conversation. Kathy, thanks a lot for doing this. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening in BC. I hear you've got the other nurses listening to my show every day which is great i love that yes you know what in our office we we tune in to cjob and um we love listening to your program and just for all your listeners our gas is 226 a liter (laughs) it can always be worse kathy really appreciate this thanks a lot thanks Hal. Kathy Shachuski, she's a Winnipegger, she works as a nurse in B.C., lives in B.C., but flies home every couple of months and has been doing this now for a couple of years to care for her elderly parents. Joining me right now, Chef Scott Dagshaw. Um, One of the restaurants, his restaurant is one of the restaurants on the new list of 100 best Canadian restaurants. The restaurant is... Uh, Mocke and uh, Scott, come on in here. Good morning. 
Good morning, sir. Am I getting the pronunciation right, Make? You did it right, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Listen, I have enjoyed your foods, uh, food over the years. When I reached out to you yesterday, I did not realize this, but I, I remember eating your food at the sale. I mean, you, you and you, yeah. you are not a, a stranger to these lists. How do you keep ending up on these big, huge lists, na- nationwide lists for restaurants? Uh, I don't know. No, it's slow and steady wins the race. I'm a I'm a big proponent of that. I guess. Um, I don't. I don't know. Like uh, chasing lists is, is uh, by no means uh, uh, going to make you happy in life. Uh, getting on a list is great, but uh, I've always sort of believed in in what we've done with our restaurants, and I always think I've always believed we we do really good food. So you know, just keeping that in mind, I guess might help. I guess a bit. But uh, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an honor to be on the list, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel I feel we've we've done really good food over the years, and and just sort of not focusing on trying to be on a list and just trying to focus on on doing good food will will get you there eventually. For Hopefully. people that aren't familiar with uh, Maké nine hundred nine Dorchester, that's where you're at. Tell us yeah. about the restaurant. What what's the food like? Obviously um, good. It, yeah, it's like a modern take on on Asian food. Um, I'd eaten at a, uh, or I'd ate at a, uh, a lot of David Chang's restaurants early on when he had his spots Momofuku in, in uh, New York, and that really inspired me. The kind of uh, Asian food he was doing, uh, and that sort of transitioned over to what we wanted to do here in in Winnipeg. Uh, sort of like, yeah, just a modern take on Asian food. So uh, still respecting like ingredients and, and styles, but uh, making it a bit more accessible as well to the average, I guess, uh, consumer. Well, congratulations for being number 74 on the list of 100 best Canadian restaurants. One other Winnipeg restaurant is on the list at 83. Yes. It's Close Company, and I'll just give them a plug, 256 Stafford. They're not open right now, but they expect to reopen soon, so we'll keep an eye on that. You know what bugged yeah. me as a Winnipegger, Scott, about this? I said, <laughs> I said, that? really, 100 restaurants, and we've only got two on the list. Um, I know we've got more great chefs like you and fantastic restaurants. We deserve more spots on that list. Is there bias here because it's just little old Winnipeg? Uh, I would say that that's part of it. Like I guess I'm a, I don't know the, uh, the 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 makeup of the the judges for the the top hundred. I'm assuming they have several, um, and they're probably situated throughout regions. And I would just assume that Montreal, like Quebec. Ontario, like uh, BC, would have probably more judges in them mm-hmm. than the, the prairies would. Therefore, more votes would be sort of given to those provinces. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. 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 I, I think what you're right, though. We are just little old Winnipeg. That's probably yeah. the biggest problem. <laughs> I, I'm happy you're on the list, and I'm, you know, I'm happy Maki's on the list. I'm happy that Close Company's on the list. I just think we deserve more than two spots. If you're going to talk about the best 100 restaurants in the country, come on. I know, I know we've got more than two. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll try harder. Maybe I'll open another restaurant next year. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes. Scott, listen, congratulations. Thanks a lot for doing this. I appreciate it. Thanks, Al. You take care. Scott Dagshaw, chef at Maké Restaurant, number 74 on the list of 100 best Canadian restaurants. And the other one from Winnipeg is Close Company. Close Company, not open right now, but I'm told they expect to open up again soon. COVID's been uh, really tough, and and so they'll uh, be open soon. And, And I would encourage you to get out and support not just them because they're on this list, but get out there and support 
your favorite local restaurants. 